بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم We continue the explanation of the narrations in the book عمدة الأحكام The Reliance on the Ruling And we reached Hadith 64 عن أبي سعيد الخدري رضي الله عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إذا سمعتم المؤذن فقولوا مثل ما يقول Whenever you hear the adhan say what the muaddin is saying The narrator is Abu Sa'id al-Khudri رضي الله عنه And there was a, an explanation or a biography of, his, um, of him in hadith It was explained in Hadith 53. The subject ruling is <coughs> the ruling concerning following uh, the muaddin in what he says. <coughs> when it, in this Hadith, when you hear the adhan say what the muaddin, meaning the caller, the one who calls the adhan, is saying, and the caller. calls for the Adhan, for the five prescribed prayers, and also on the day of Jumu'ah. And the Mu'addin, when he calls, he calls with a voice. So it's inevitable that one hears the voice in order to respond when you hear the Adhan. So therefore the response to say what the Mu'addin says is when he is heard. And here the Prophet ﷺ said whenever you hear the Adhan say what the Mu'addin saying meaning Every statement he says, then the hearer says the same statement. And this is apparently covering the entire statements except with an exception. The exception is with respect to what is known as al alatan, meaning when he says come for salah and when he says come to success here the response is different as we will learn in the other statements that the muaddin says then we say the same thing And it's a must that the Mu'addin utters or the respond, utter, the responder utters by his tongue. If he responds by his heart, then this is not a response. Why? Because the word say, or saying 
If it is general, it refers to the utterance by the tongue. And here there is a benefit in reference to the ranks of the sayings. The first is to be in the heart. This is general benefit. And there is no ruling from the rulings of the Sharia that depends upon this, meaning the utterance of the heart. So that's why if he utters in his heart the recitation of the Quran, for example, there is no effect for that legally, because it is not a saying. Similarly, if he says in his heart, for example, my wife is divorced, if he says this in his heart, then there is no effectiveness for this statement. It doesn't go into effect. And if he says, for example, if he makes an off, by Allah, I will not talk to such and such person, Zaid, for example. Then he makes... And he says in his heart, Allah, if Allah wills, if he says this in his heart, this does not benefit him. This does not benefit him. If he talks to Zayd, this exception which he makes uh, relates it to the Mashiach of Allah, to the will of Allah, even his heart, it does not benefit him. So if he talks to Zayd, then for, in this case, he breaks his oath. And in this case, there is the expiation. Is that understood in regarding to the utterance in the heart? This rank, this is the first rank. So there is no effective ruling related to it. The second rank of the saying is to make himself hear what he utters. To make himself hear what he utters. And there is difference here. There is now difference. Because a person may utter, but does not hear himself. Right? You agree? A person may utter, but does not hear himself. Is that clear? Let's repeat this one. Maybe I should repeat it. Yes. Okay, we'll repeat it. The second rank is to utter by his tongue. The second rank is to utter by his tongue. Moving his lips. The second one is uttering by his tongue. So this is the second rank. To utter by his uh, tongue by moving his lips. The third is to make himself hear. The third is to make himself hear. And there is difference between the third and the second. There is difference between the third and the second. Why? Because a person may move his tongue without making himself hear. Is that clear? The person may move his tongue without making himself hear. This is okay now? Is that clear now? Alhamdulillah. The fourth rank, the fourth rank 
is to make others hear him. Is to make others hear him. And this is what is called loudness. This is called loudness. In Arabic known as Al-Jahr. In Arabic known as Al-Jahr. Clear? These are the four ranks of saying. These are the four ranks of saying. So the one who <coughs> the one who prays, the one who makes salah, the one who makes salah, and does not move his lips, and does not move his lips, then his salah is invalid. Then his salah is invalid. Pay attention to this. Please pay attention to this. If a person prays but does not move his lips, then his salah is invalid. Why? Because because he didn't say takbirat al-ihram, the takbira of the salah, entering the salah, takbirat al-ihram. Nor it is said that he recited the fatiha, etc. And similarly with the rest of the Qur'an that he may recite. So therefore, the person moves his lips. And it is not a condition that he makes himself hear, as some people think. And we discussed this when we talked about the matters of salah. Now, is that clear concerning this uh, general benefit now about the saying? and the ranks of saying. Type. Now, therefore, no, not, levels, kinds, etc. Levels, kinds, etc. And you see, it, it, in the heart, okay, then by the tongue, with the lips, then making others, uh, making himself hear, then the highest making others here. Also you can say ranks. It's all okay, you understand? Going from the most silent, and this is the heart, all the way to the loud, making others here. You understand? And therefore, it is legal to follow, to say what the Mu'addin says with each statement, except with the exception of Hayya ala Come for salah. Hayya ala al-falah. Come for success. In this case he says in response, La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. There is no power nor strength except by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why? Because of the hadith that came in Sahih Muslim, where the Prophet ﷺ directed to say this upon hearing the Mu'addin saying, Hayya ala salah, come to success, Hayya ala al-falah, come to, Hayya ala salah, come to prayer, Hayya ala al-falah, come to success. The second matter to discuss is 
If you see the Mu'addin in person, but you don't hear him, then you don't say anything. Because the condition is, if you hear. Is that clear? So if you see him in person, if you see the Mu'addin in person, okay, I will repeat this. If you see the Mu'addin in person, but you don't hear him, then you don't say in response what is required to be said. Is that clear? Is that clear now? No. Okay. The third matter, the hadith generally indicates that if you follow the mu'addin, you follow the mu'addin, even if you, if there are more than one mu'addin, if there are more than one caller, because the Prophet ﷺ said, إِذَا سَمِعْتُمْ If you hear. So if you hear more than one, then you follow them. Why? Because this is a remembrance. Remembrance. The scholars, however, said, this is applicable, applicable unless he is making salah. Unless he begins the salah then in this case he is not called. You understand? If he is making salah, then he does not respond in accordance to saying of some of the scholars. Now, what about if he already prayed? What about if he already, already prayed? Then whoever checks the generality of the hadith then he concludes that it is applicable even if he had already prayed. Then in this case he responds. The fourth benefit to talk about is the wisdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Where he had made and assigned and gave a reward for the person who is not establishing the worship. He gave him a share of the reward. So the responder is sharing in the reward because he is responding to the established worship of Adhan, of the calling of the Adhan. <clears throat> Just like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had given rewards for and and uh, certain participations for those who are not going for Hajj, those who are not making the Hajj at the time when there is Hajj, for example, when the Hujjaj, the pilgrims, sacrifice their uh, sacrificial animals, we know those who are not performing the Hajj, also making the Adahi, right? The Udhiya of the Eid, the sacrifice of the Eid. Isn't it? 
Also, it is legalized for the one making the Hajj to stay away from prohibited things while in the state of Ihram. Similarly, it is legalized for the person who is not making Hajj if he intends to make the sacrifice is not to take anything from his hair or nails, etc. Is that clear? Also, it is legalized for the people not making Hajj to perform Salat al-Eid, the Salah of the Eid. And it is legalized for the people of the Hajj to cast the pebbles, and there is takbir during this, followed by slaughtering. Just like with the Eid, there is takbir, and then followed by slaughtering. You see these things, how there is, yani there is wisdom, alhamdulillah, enabling the believers to share rewards by having these acts uh, of worship in related manners. Is that clear? Okay, there was a lag. Apparently there was a lag. That's okay now. Alhamdulillah. طيب. The next benefit is that the response must be said in a manner accompanying the Adhan. Accompany. Accompanying the Adhan. Now, it should be in a manner accompanying the Adhan. The seventh, the recorded Adhan. This is relating a voice. This is like copying. There is no legal uh, effect to that. So if you hear a recorded one, then there is no response required. There is no ruling. Because this is relating a voice. It's like copying. So for example, if some reciter was reciting Quran on a tape, on a tape recorder, on a, on a CD or a radio, uh, then don't make sujood for recitation. The listener does not make a sujood for recitation. And at this time you are not sharing with him in time. Similarly, the Mu'addin is not sharing the time while in this recording. On the other hand, if he hears the Adhan in, in a country, in one country he hears the Adhan on the airwaves directly broadcasted, then he may follow. What about the Mu'addin himself if he finishes the Adhan, can he follow other Mu'addineen who are still making the Adhan? The answer is yes, because he falls under the general wording of the Hadith. إِذَا سَمِعْتُمُ الْمُؤَذِّنِ If you hear the Mu'addin. Is that clear? طيب. What about if he hears 
a number of callers. What about if he hears a number of callers? What should he do? He follows whoever it's possible to follow, hear, and understand. Now what about if they are the same in this rank? Then he follows the first, because he is the one who is ahead of them. You understand? Is that clear? Is that clear so far? Tayyip. Um, what about if they are the same also in this rank? You understanding how we're going now? If he hears a number of callers, what should he do? He should follow it's pos- uh, whoever it's possible to follow and hear and understand his call. If they are the same in this rank, then he follows the first. Taib. What about if they are the same? Then in this case, uh, he follows the one of his masjid, which he intends to make salah in. You understand? Now what about the person making the salah? Should he follow the Mu'addin? Should he follow the Mu'addin? The famous saying regarding this is that this can distract the Musalli, the person making the Salah. Should he follow the Mu'addin and say what the Mu'addin says? The famous saying regarding this is that the person in Salah, as the, yani, uh, the Prophet ﷺ had mentioned, is busy. And that busying himself with saying what the Mu'addin says can distract him. You understand? This is one opinion. The second opinion the second opinion is that of Sheikh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah. The second opinion is that of Sheikh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah. Who said that the musalli, the one making salah, may respond. Why? Because he said, this is remembrance. This is remembrance. And this is a remembrance whose cause existed in salah. And therefore it is legal to respond to the Mu'addin. And also he said it is legal to say Alhamdulillah if someone sneezes. And to respond with the Salam because the Prophet ﷺ responded the Salam in Salah. While in Salah. However, when one examines the opinion of Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah, there is a precaution when it comes to the response to the Mu'addin. Why? Because in reality the response is prolonged. Longer than it takes to respond to the Salam, either by the hand 
or the finger or with the head or the palm. This does not take much time. You understand? Therefore, the precaution is not to respond. Is this clear? And you see the difference. Yeah. Also, excluded from the response, excluded from the response, yes, because it's prolonging. It takes time. And it makes the person occupied in, while he needs to be occupied in the, in the salah more. You understand? Also excluded from, from the responding is the one who is, 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 uh, doing the, uh, is responding to the call of nature. While in, in, in the call, uh, responding to the call of nature, in this, uh, it is based on the hadith of the Prophet ﷺ. I uh, dislike to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala except on a state of purity. Except in a state of purity. Now, what about the Mu'addin responding to his, to himself? What about the Mu'addin responding to himself? One opinion, one opinion, is that he responds to himself in order to combine the reward of Adhan and the reward of following. This is one opinion. You understand, this is the first opinion. Is that he responds to himself in order to combine the reward of the Adhan and the rewards to responding. Tayyip. The second opinion is that the apparent of the hadith indicates that there must be a hearer and someone to hear from. And that the response is in the adhan only. Second benefit, this is additional benefit. But the second opinion is that the appearance from the hadith indicates that there must be a hearer and someone to hear from. The next benefit is, what's apparent from the hadith is that the following is in the adhan only. What about the iqama? What about the iqama? One opinion is that the iqama is also referred to as Adhan, based upon the hadith, بَيْنَ كُلِّ أَذَانَيْنِ صَلَاةٍ Between two calls for prayer, there is Salah. And you see the word Adhanayn, two Adhans meaning. And so the term Adhan has been used to describe the Iqama. So those who held to this opinion said, okay, then with Iqama, okay, you can still say. based on this hadith. And also they took as evidence a hadith in Sunan Abi Dawood that the Prophet ﷺ commanded to follow the one who makes the iqama. However, this hadith has weakness in it. However, this hadith has weakness in it. In addition, 
following the the muqim, the one who makes the iqama, may lead may delay, may cause a delay uh, in uh, in making takbirat al-ihram, may cause the person to delay making takbirat al-ihram, the takbirah of entering the salah, commencement of salah. Okay, what about the responder? Should he uh, be loud in responding? The hadith does not. Uh, uh, the hadith, the, the, the response in the same is in the principle, not in the, uh, in the uh, essence of the remembrance. Nor it is in the description of the uh, sound, meaning loud or silent. And there is no benefit in being loud in the response. There is no benefit in that. What about if the person misses? What about if the person misses the following due to an excuse? Someone being in the bathroom, for example, or responding to the call of nature. In this case, when he finishes, then he can redo the response. Make up. What about if you hear if the person hears the muazzin during the adhan, not from the beginning? Then let him start from the beginning, then completes with him. So if you hear the Mu'addin, for example, <coughs> reached Ashhadu Anna Muhammadan Rasulullah, then you begin with Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar until you reach and you continue. Is that clear? Is that clear? About the rest, MashaAllah. Yani, Alhamdulillah. No, you don't. You begin. You begin from 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 the start. You begin from the start. You begin that which you missed, and then you continue with him. Yes, from the start and continue. That's it. Now, with respect to the child who had reached the age of discretion and distinguishing. Then Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah went to the opinion that the adhan which is a collective duty is permissible from him, but not the adhan which is an individual duty in the country. And uh, this uh, brings the uh, conclusion on the matter of the adhan. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make it a benefit for myself and for all those who hear it. Walhamdulillah rabbil alameen wa sallallahu alameen wa muhammad wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam.